Hi, this is a production of Community Covenant Church in Eagle River, Alaska, where our mission is to bring Christ's hope, healing, and wholeness to our community and to our world. Our service times are 9 and 11 each Sunday morning. Find out more at www.communitycovenant.net. Hey, as Tyler mentioned, today is K-I-C-Y Sunday, and uh, it is a great day as we celebrate uh, the ministry and the mission of K-I-C-Y Radio in Nome. Uh, Patty, where are you? Uh, 50,000 watt? The 50,000 watt flamethrower, 24 hours a day, right? Setting Western Alaska and parts beyond on fire with the gospel. Amen. Patty, would you come on up? As Patty comes on up, uh, Patty Birchall is a general manager. I just want to say that our church uh, has uh, a long history uh, with KICY. Some of the original missionaries who came and helped establish the station and then a decade later continued the work, all kinds of things from broadcasting to engineering. Um, Wonderful, godly people ultimately uh, made Community Covenant their church home. In fact, they were important in the founding of this church. Some of them are still here. And, uh, but, so we've had this relationship and, uh, it is wonderful to be a part of that ministry. Now, tonight, Tyler already mentioned is the salmon feed. Now I have to tell you something. Let me tell you how good the salmon is. Okay. Last time we had it, I went out to the, to the dumpster and you know the little bear bar that goes across the, the top so the bears can't open it? It's like kind of a little bar to close a straight bar. I went out there and it was bent in a U shape. A brown bear. The salmon was so good that the local brown bears couldn't resist it, okay? Uh, it's bear irresistible. So you want to come out for that, all right? If it's good enough for the bears, right, it's good enough for us. A great way to support the ministry. But, Patty, uh, I, I just want to thank you uh, for what you do. Uh, there are a lot of people behind the voices and behind the programming that, that make it work. And they're unsung heroes. And, Patty, you are one of those we appreciate your leadership. We appreciate uh, your investment of your life in the lives of so many that are impacted uh, by the ministry of the radio station. So with that, uh, I know we have uh, a special speaker this morning. Would you introduce her to us? I'd be happy to. Thank you again. As, as Pastor Todd said, Community Covenant has had a long-standing relationship with KICY. And if you have been to Nome on a work team, this church has been so faithful to send work teams to KICY, usually at the end of the summer. I love it because you guys know Alaska. You know what we need to do to get ready for the winter. And you come and help me button stuff up and fix those things, you know, Finish those things that didn't quite get done with the other work teams and, and get things ready to, to weather the winter of Nome. Um, if you have been to KICY on a work team at any time, would you just stand up? I know there are many of you in here. I see Larry over there. There we go. 
So thank you. Thank you very much for your service to KICY. KICY um, broadcasts in Western Alaska, but and primarily to those kind of our target audience is are those villages that need good Christian support. Um, many of our villages in Western Alaska don't have pastors right now, and KICY kind of becomes church for a lot of folks, and that encouragement, that support, that connection to the greater body of Christ. Um, but our other ministry. And a, a continuation of that is our ministry into Russia. And from the early days of the station, that was always a focus of the radio station, to be able to spread the gospel. We are so close. You know, you look on a map, it's only about that far to Russia, you know. And um, so close that even in the early days, the, the pioneer missionaries that came to establish the radio station recognized the, the immense possibilities that radio ministry into Russia afforded. And uh, we are so fortunate now to be able to have, for a long time now, on our staff, um, a young lady who was raised in Russia, in Providenia. Um, she'll tell you more of her story. But Luda Kinuk is our speaker this morning, and she has been our Russian programmer for, what, 14 years now? And uh, brings... Brings a connection. She's a she's a pastor. She's a, a radio personality. She's a rock star in Russia, and uh, she she is here to bring you a message this morning from her heart. And so, Lute, I'll turn it over to you. Three. All right. Good morning. Thank you for being so welcoming. I feel appreciated. Thank you for making me feel comfortable here. And it's a good morning to be here and praise the Lord together. Could you please put the map uh, on the screen? All right. I don't know if you can see it clearly. I tried to circle Nome on the Alaskan side and Providenia on the other side. And somewhere down below, it says Anchorage. So geographically, uh, you can actually see that Nome is much more closer to Russia than Alaska. I mean, Anchorage is. So I'm actually from the, one of the native villages that's called Zerenek, but since uh, hardly anybody can say it that way, they call it Sereniki. So I'm from one of those native villages, and I grew up there. And there's a scripture in my heart that's been just burning, and um, I hardly can contain in my soul, and I am so appreciate uh, this opportunity to share it with you. And if you have your Bible, please open with me Acts 15, verses from 16 to 18. And it goes like this. After these things, I will return, and I will rebuild the tabernacle of David, which has fallen in its ruins. I will rebuild, and I will set, set it upright, so that the remnant of men may, may seek out the Lord and all the Gentiles upon whom has been called my name. Upon them, says the Lord, doing these things knowing, known from the eternity. And the reason why I feel like it's so personal to me, you know, this verse 16 starts with words, after these things. And this passage was actually, uh, uh, the origin of this passage is in Amos 9. You don't have to open it. 
And in the beginning of the chapter, it talks about all the destruction that happened in uh, Israel that time. And then the verse 11 says, after these things, I will return. And the word, I will return, means that some time ago, God actually left. You know, God left. Uh, Jerusalem, God left his people. And the reason why it's so close to my heart, you know, I was born in 1977 when USSR was still blossoming. I was born into community that was hardly established as the Soviet community. I was brought up as an atheist. So I kind of didn't miss God growing up, you know. So it's, that's one of the reasons why I can relate to this verse because it says that God will return, but he wasn't there, you know. When people talk about USSR, they usually don't have warm feelings about it, right? You kind of don't think about God and, you know, what happened in that country. So I was born into it. And you know what? I took one of them DNA tests, you know, to find out my ethnicity and stuff. <laughs> and uh, what do you know? 99.2% I'm an Eskimo. You know, that was a <laughs> shocking discovery. Uh, you know, and... Uh, 0.8% it says I'm indigenous Amazonian you know so I don't know where it come from but I've been telling my friends that my great 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 grandpa must have chased moose long ways that's the only <laughs> yeah, explanation I can find but anyhow <laughs> I also would like to share with you something I might go a little deep into darkness but not so I, uh, I would stand here in the point you know in the standpoint of a victim or anything you know, I just uh, want to, I would like you to see the intents of a darkness. You know, what it means to live in the land where there is no God. You know, and once you see it a little bit, you can experience the power of the light. The power of the gospel that it can do to one's soul. You know, so... If you'll feel a little uncomfortable, <laughs> there's some traumatizing, uh, so it might be rated R for violence and stuff, but um, please remember the words in the scripture. It says, I will return, and I will rebuild the tabernacle uh, of David. And it says, I will set it up right. You know, so I came from the family. Uh, my mother was a single mother. Um, they say, you know, she did best, right? I'm standing here. Um, so, uh, but she died um, prematurely from alcohol OD. And, you know, I, I was brought up in a family uh, that was um, extremely violent. And my uh, uncle uh, got into jail when he was, for the first time when he was 16 years old. He's in his late 50s, I believe. So the last crime he committed, he uh, murdered three people. So, you know, growing up in this environment, um, and my younger brother also uh, committed suicide. So it's deeply, deeply rooted in the darkness. You know, and I really like what verse six, uh, 17, it says, so that the remnant of man may seek out the Lord and all the Gentiles 
upon, upon whom has been called my name. Upon them, says the Lord, doing these things known from the eternity. You know, um, and back to this map, you know, if you look, well, uh, yes, so thank you. So Eskimo people, you know, 99.2%, somehow, you know, there is a connection there. I grew up in USSR, my first language is Russian, but my blood and my genes tying me to this Arctic Circle, you know. So um, in Alaska and Greenland and Canada, Inuits, there is something connecting them. Uh, and one of the connections could be English language, you know. They speak English language in uh, Greenland. They speak English language in Canada and Alaska. What about us? <laughs> the remnant of man. You know how many Eskimos living across? Uh, about 1,500 people. What is one soul to the Lord, you know? What it, it, it's uh, even not half a population of Nome, 1,500 people. Will God care? You know, what about me, this tiny little Siberian Eskimo lady? <laughs> you know, that was brought up deeply in the darkness. So this verse... But I uh, came across this, you know, just everything in me just kind of roared, <laughs> roared. Would you please uh, put the next picture? So uh, to my story, um, I, so it was post-USSR uh, time back in 1994. Um, so all our lives, we only had one channel. Uh, from State Channel, from the Moscow. And when the USSR collapsed, they start airing all foreign uh, programming. And one of the uh, programming was um, 700 Club. So by the age, when I was approaching age 16, seriously, um, I was actually contemplating to uh, end my life. You know, my, my, I, I was telling my friends, my family, they're probably carrying this uh, DNA of monsters and I'm becoming one, you know, what my life's going to be. You know, so I was actually thinking about suicide and not knowing anything. The language was so foreign to me, like redemption and, and you know, all the Bible language. But I followed the uh, prayer and committed uh, my life to Christ. And this uh, uh, man uh, who's baptizing me in the name of a father and a son and the Holy Ghost, it's, uh, he's actually was sent by Palmer Church and he spent a few years in Providenia. And... Um, could you please play a short video? Watch with me, please. Luda is the pastor of the growing Serenity Church. I think I felt exactly the same way the apostles felt when they received the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost, because after that I was able to go everywhere and anywhere and preach the gospel without any fear at all. Yes, the Lord lifts people out of the deepest pits, people who are completely lost, those who have no hope of the future. They are now looking for answers in Christ. I'm delighted that the Holy Spirit has touched and moved in our village. We worship the Lord for this. Luda, the pastor, who is just a 17-year-old lady um, who, who has been gloriously saved, you know, there's so much to say. There's so many uh, stories and testimonies of even my personal life, how the power of the light, and you don't have to open with me, but please, 
um, listen to this verse, Matthew 4, 16. It says, the people who lived in the dark have seen the great light, and the light has come upon those who lived in the region and the shadow of death. This is so personal. This is my life, describing my life and the power of the gospel. You know, and as much as I want to share about wonderful stories in my home church, you know, in about three months, we had over 100 people who responded just by me sharing what, what I uh, heard on 700 Club. And, you know, just people, God, just by his grace, visited our little uh, Siberian village of Sireniki. And after five years, I felt the burning desire to go to a neighboring community. And could you please uh, show the next map? Oh, oh this is, yeah, that's... Um, Church of Sirenic, it's about three months after I committed my life to Christ. So a lot of people have joined. I don't know if you can see, but I'm right in the middle. So because we didn't have uh, our buildings, who needs buildings? We were, share- we were gathering right out in the tundra, rain or shine, snow. That's where our church, that's where we worship our God. And people still, we, we don't need buildings, you know. So we just worship God right on the spot. Church is where the word of God is preached. So map, please. So, uh, Pravidenia is on this side. Oh, it's actually Sireniki. So, Pravidenia, it's very hard to see. And where that pin is, that's the next uh, village that I went to and spent about five years of my life. And it's primarily Chukchi people. People call it Chukchi Sea, but it's actually Chukchi Sea because, you know, uh, that's where the majority of native people lived in that little village. And this is where the KICY. Comes, become, becomes part of my life. If you look uh, closer to Alaska and Yandrakinot, Providenia is almost parallel. Uh, Yandrakinot is almost parallel to Nome. And that's where we receive uh, our signals so clearly. And it was about year 1999. And could you please show the next picture? So that's the first people who responded to the message of Christ. And if you could look, uh, look closely, you see that they're holding uh, candles. And the reason, so I, look it up, uh, I looked up on, on uh, Google uh, to, make sh- uh, to find out if they said anything about uh, hard times uh, in post-USSR era. And I'll read a short little uh, paragraph. It says, since the collapse of Soviet Union, there have been occasional issues with hunger and food security in Russia. In 1992, there was a notable decline in calorie intake within the Russian Federation. And actually, they're talking about central parts of Russia. My part is so far, like 11 time zones away from Moscow. It took actually about uh, 10 years for that economic crisis to hit us. And, and when it hit us, it hit us the most. And the reason why we holding candles is because we lived without electricity for about two years. There was no fuel. Um, There was no bullets to go out to hunt. So uh, there was no coal, no wood. Um, So I lived there for five years. So the most hard years were two years. Um, But then the recovery took some some time. So, and because... um, um, my base was in Providenia, and what I witnessed there, um, even though I grew up in a very 
dysfunctional uh, family, but what I witnessed there, you know what hunger, I witnessed what hunger can do to people. You know, it just changed people. Uh, you know, so uh, what I witnessed, the first people who actually met me there were a group of men, and they gathered uh, in attempt of uh, group rape. So they broke through my, uh, through my door, and, you know, I was just shivering, knowing what's just going to happen. And, you know, uh, maybe you already heard that testimony, but I felt like this iron rod that just struck me from the head to my toe and made me so unshakable, unmovable. You know, and I started talking about Jesus to these people. And one man, he fell on his knees and committed his life to Christ. Not all of them did, though. So uh, one of the men shortly after committed suicide, and unfortunately, a lot of them actually died from uh, alcohol. But um, so I, my base was in Providenia, but Yanrakinat was about, I don't know, 50 miles away. And because there was no fuel, I had to walk. So I, made, I walked uh, several times. What I witnessed there was way too much for a 19-year-old girl to witness and to go through. I had to go and just be somewhere else, be among human, you know, uh, just to feel life a little. And then I walked back, and I committed my life there and lived there for about 15 years. And there was absolutely, you know, no other help. And KIC, so somebody gave me a battery for, for, for a snowmobile, and I connected that battery to uh, radio. And every night, I listened to KICY in a Russian language. And that was uh, my little connection with the kingdom of God, the place where I would see the light and feel the forces, invisible forces of the kingdom of God. You know, the forces, the forces of light that these people, even though only a thousand people, they actually matter for Christ. You know, and you don't need much. <laughs> a battery? A battery from the snowmobile. And for five years, night after night, I listened to KICY. And um, I, I don't want to go to details of the story, but even listening to KICY every night, I never imagined in my wildest dreams that someday <laughs> I will actually end up uh, being invited by, by KICY. And when I, was, when I received the invitation, my initial thought, well, um, you know, my heart is built for the combat zone, you know what I mean? I want to be out there. Uh, I'm like a working dog. Put me there. Get me to work. You know, K-I-C-Y. Okay, I don't speak any English. I never touch the computer. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't think I've been in the... For Americans, you're going to see Americans? You know? So th there are so many reservations, but I was like, I'm going to give it a try. So, and I really like how uh, Francis, one of our staff uh, that's been working there for 20 years or something, yeah, she said, I'm a slow learner, you know? So maybe that's uh, how long it took for me, too. Like, I've been there for almost 15 years, but came for uh, three months. 
I, I do believe that God had planned for that. You know, so um, I started very severe uh, PTSD, and I believe that God brought me to this wilderness, even though I had chance to continue to uh, share the light of the gospel, but it was more for my own restoration and for my own personal light, for my own, so I would know my Savior, my God, you know, so I would know the power of gospel to me, so my heart would not be lost. But um, if you have your Bible, please open with me Hebrews 1. 1. It says, In the past, God spoke through prophets to our ancestors in many times, in many ways. So God has his own plan. I know I'm talking about uh, my people because my heart, that's where my passion is. I love my people. I'm one of them. And I want God to love my people. I want God to speak to my people. I want God to be out there for them. That's the desire of my heart, and that's my burning passion. And I know the people who are tuning in to KICY, not just my people, (laughs) right? So there are so many others. And the Bible, and and I know he has planned for, even though Nome and Providenia geographically so close, but they so far. So Nome is closer to Anchorage in a way. What about us? Even though it's so hard to get there, but there are no chains for the word of God. And I know God, his own plan, how he's going to reach the rest of the Arctic. Even people who can't speak English, right? <laughs> the word of God being preached in many different languages. And he has a heart, he has a plan. And KICY might not be the only way how he's reaching, but it certainly, I do believe. I believe KICY, probably, if I'm not mistaken, the only radio station that actually has international license to broadcast to a different country. This is, you know, that's a, such a privilege. You know, and I would like to read in the closing... Uh, there's so many changes happening in whole entire Russia in these days. Warming up, back to Cold War. Deeper in Cold War, warming up. There's so many political winds that, you know, f- flowing through the whole entire territory of Russia. And the, in the last, so I spent eight years at KICY. God been rebuilding me, but my heart was still out there, and I always wanted to go back to the combat zone. So I couldn't, I, I just couldn't, I had to go back. So in, back in uh, 2011, I packed up my stuff and said, enough, I'm going back. So I went back with intent to never come back. I wanted to be out there and preach the gospel to these uh, people. You know, so um, even from the beginning, because it was post-USSR era, we always had two agent, KGB agents that sat through every single service. They, they were with us all the time. I was under surveillance from the very early start. So when I started flying back and forth for KICY, I had to renew my status here and had to fly back. Uh, I was under even more pressure. They held me 
uh, in their little rooms for two hours at a time, questioning, making sure that I don't have any bugs, anything, and that I'm not, I'm not there to spy on them, anything like it. You know, so when I moved back, of course, I puzzled the authorities. Who in their right mind, after eight years living in the United States, willingly will go back to Russia? She must be a spy. You know, so uh, I don't want to go, you know, tell all the details. You know, they, they just absolutely made my life so miserable and pressured me. My, my um, phone were under surveillance and only, like, I uh, survived there for two years. When I found out, they, they actually uh, questioned 38 of my family members and friends and interrogated them to find out if I'm a spy or not. You know, that the security of uh, and well-being of my family members under question, I just couldn't. Like, I, I did it for me, but I couldn't do it, you know, when I found out 38 friends. So when I came to Nome, I was just going to come to rejuvenate, but I knew I couldn't go back. So with the help and support of KICY, I requested the asylum. And here's what I want to read that I found in, uh, uh, online about this recent law and changes that happened in Russia. Known that, that law, known as a Yaravaya law, the measure includes new police and counterterrorism measures that directly echo the sweeping powers wielded by the KGB to stifle dissent and repress opposition activists throughout the Soviet era. But one largely overlooked aspect of the law is gathering new scrutiny and worry, tight restrictions on the activities of religious groups, particularly smaller denominations. The new restrictions will make it easier for Russian authorities to repress the religious communities, stifle peaceful dissent, and detain and imprison people said uh, Thomas J. Reese, who's the head of a U.S. Commission of International Religious Freedom, a federal government agency and that monitors religious expression around the world. So this is all in words. So the, the preaching the gospel in my region becomes um, almost impossible in our days. So... Once again, what KICY is doing, we still have a freedom to do that. You know, this is a unique key, the ministry of KICY, that cannot restrict, they can't restrict United, they can't do it because we're in Nome, Alaska. So my heart, still in the mission, even though I'm not doing exactly the same thing, but at least I'm there and I'm still preaching the gospel. So... I, I know I am the fruit of somebody else's labor. I am a fruit of somebody else's prayer. I'm a fruit of people who continuously sowing, even though not knowing what they're doing. But I, uh, on, on behalf of my people, thank you for being so faithful to KICY family and the ministry that you're doing. You know, it's not going in vain. Thank you.
Luna, would you come back up here, please? Yeah. Um, we are so grateful for all that God has done. And it's doing in your life. I'll tell you something. Kingdoms rise and fall. But the kingdom of God is forever. Amen? And there is no power on earth that is greater than the power of the Holy Spirit. That's the Spirit of God that indwells every follower of Jesus Christ. See, all of our stories are connected because we're connected by one Spirit. And we have a powerful God. Someday, and I believe it's not too long from now, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord of all. You may know about Jesus intellectually. But is he the sovereign God of your heart and your life? We'd be remiss if we talk about preaching the good news in Russia and just assume that everybody here has heard it and understands it and knows it. And so I'm going to ask Luda to pray for us, to pray for the Spirit of God to move amongst these people in this church to ignite his fire. And then when you're done, I want to pray for you and for the radio station, okay? So would you do that for us? Heavenly Father, you started your prayer, Lord's Prayer, with words, let your kingdom come and let your name be kept holy. And show us the way, how we're not keeping your name holy. And that's one of the reasons why your kingdom is not here. God, we pray that you would show us the way, how to keep your name holy in our hearts, in our minds, in our families, in everywhere we go. Give us the reverent heart. Give us the heart that will fear the Lord and know your voice. That we will follow the true master of our soul. In Jesus' name, amen. And Father, we thank you for Luda and, Father, for the ministry of KICY. Father, we thank you that anyone who calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. 
And Father, we thank you that your spirit is more powerful. Your kingdom reign, Lord. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And Lord, we thank you that with all of the restrictions, the broadcast ministry of KICY is not restricted. The gospel is still preached. People are coming to faith in Christ. We thank you for our sister Luda. Lord, we pray that you would continue to minister Christ's hope and healing and wholeness in her life. Father, that you would continue to empower her with boldness and courage to proclaim, Lord, the hope of the gospel in Russian and in English to all who need it. And Father, we are so grateful for the opportunity to be co-laborers with Luda and Patty and all those at the radio station, Lord, to be a part of this great work of proclaiming the good news, not only in western Alaska and in Russia and beyond, Lord. And so, Father, we pray now and we ask that there would be a harvest of souls, that your church, Father, would be triumphant, everywhere. And Father, that the great commission that our Lord gave his disciples would continue today, that the gospel would go forth, Lord, from Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the othermost parts of the earth. Thank you for allowing us to be a part of it. We pray these things now in the name of Jesus, our risen Lord and Savior. Amen. Thank you, Luda. Yeah.